Hey everybody, what is up? Colin Austin here from the WHOA GNV podcast with my man Michael Dees. We just got done recording episode 106 with Amir Rubin. We had a great time. Amir, did you have a great time on the show, man? Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Amir is the founder and former CEO of Paracosm, recently acquired by Occipital, a company that builds devices to 3D map the world. And uh, man, it was a fantastic episode. Yeah, I was just you. like... It's so pretty mind expanding stuff. <laughs> yeah, me, anyway. it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. I could have gone on for another hour <laughs> at least. Uh, and anyway, I really didn't get to ask everything that I wanted to ask. So, uh, so we're gonna change it up for this little side hustle as a little uh, introduction to to Amir. Um, definitely check out his episode on Monday at eight a.m. to hear all about. Uh, this this entire vision that just became this epic thing and it's like it's really really cool you guys are gonna love it um but i wanted to ask a little bit about covid19 because it was funny you guys one of the things that happened was when all this started going down i reached out to amir was going to be scheduled on the show earlier and i'm like i'm like hey man like everybody's kind of Freaking out over this COVID thing, which is like right, rightfully so. Um, we're not going to be doing any in studio podcasts, no. so we're going to take a little break and pivot a little bit. Um, and you were like, "Yeah, totally cool," because I was one of those people who had COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, "Okay, well, yeah, like let's <laughs> definitely keep you out of the studio." Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about? One, one, your experience with it. Yeah. Like, was it really bad? And then, like, how did you, how did you get it? Just, yeah. just a little bit. So, to enlighten our audience a little bit. Yeah. So, I, um, you know, my, uh, I didn't, it took a few days to figure out, like, what even happened. But, uh, my wife and I were gonna, we, we, my wife loves St. Saint, Saint Patrick's Day. We always throw a St. Saint, Saint Patrick's Day party. And so, we were gonna have, you know, all our friends over as per usual and had all the, the green food coloring for all the, the food and the beer and the, the Guinness cake all ready to go. And I was, and like uh, one of our, our friends, one of my wife's good friends from, uh, you know, uh, from out of town was like, oh, I'm gonna come into town. It's like uh, to visit and, you know, see everyone and it's a St. Patty's Day party. It'll be great. And okay, that's cool. But then, right at St. Patty's Day is when the alert went out. Like, hey, there shouldn't be. You know, you should really be social distancing and taking this COVID thing seriously. Because at first, I was like, nah, we don't have to take it seriously. It's 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 a little overblown and blah blah. And then when in March, people are like, no, take it seriously. I, I told my wife, I was like, you know, we should really cancel our St. Patty's Day party because what if, like, I know it's crazy, but if one person at the party has it and everyone at our party gets it, we're going to be that story in the news. And, <laughs> and, oh no. And, like, whenever someone does something stupid in Gainesville, Florida, it makes <laughs> national news. It's like, I don't Florida know, man Florida man, it's like, it's just a Gainesville, so it's so true. Like something about Gainesville, like someone does, one person does one stupid thing in Gainesville and everyone likes to make fun of us in CNN or whatever, like whether it's like, don't tase me bro, or like right, yeah. something like, like been plenty Tebow, yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of stuff, right? So um, someone at the fest does something stupid. So like, 
I was like, we are not going to be like Gainesville, UF bros, UF people, <laughs> COVID party. And COVID so party. everyone's like, fine, fine. Uh-oh. And so our friend, my wife's friend from out of town was like, well, you know, everyone's freaking out and I don't have a place to stay. So can I stay at your place still, even though the party's canceled? And that's, that's why I came from out of town. So can you at least let me stay the night? And we're like, fine. And... And yeah, and and while she stayed there, you know, she's like, I'll be extra careful. But um, I now remember there was like we we got into a a heated debate about like I, I forget we were, we were like I got into a really heated debate with her about like something ridiculous like like the 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 culture of Instagram influencers something like just one of these like <laughs> stupid debates right? But we were like really heatedly discussing it and. Um, as we now know, uh, heated discussion is one of the primary ways COVID spreads. <laughs> and so like, like, it, it, and, and, and realizing now that that not only my wife's friend spending the night, but this, this very heated debate about the pros and cons of Instagram and YouTube influencer culture, um, is, uh, yeah, how I, my wife and I caught COVID. <laughs> okay. So she had it. She, yeah, but she was asymptomatic. Okay. And so I didn't know, I didn't know I caught it. I would, you know, we would have been, Hey, no, don't stay here if you knew she had it. But what happened was like, she was from out of state. Yeah. She's okay. visiting from Boston and okay. Everything's cool. The next day. Yeah. Okay. Every, no, nothing's weird. Two days later, nothing's weird. Three days later, I have like a weird cough and I'm like, ah, it's kind of weird. You know, four days later, like a little fever and a cough. And I'm like, uh, it's not good. Yeah. I was like. I'm just I'm imagining something whatever so then you know we're we're still just doing our um standard lockdown quarantine thankfully and like our office is all on lockdown and everyone's doing a good job isolating anyway but like I honestly felt off I could tell something was wrong like I, I I never get sick and I felt like I just felt weird like fever cough and then I'm on my Saturday night, you know, Zoom happy hour with with some friends, you know, the quarantine happy hour that a lot of people do on Zoom. And I just like, I have this cup here and I, I'm drinking a sip of rum and I was like, I was like, wait, this rum went went rancid. Like this rum tastes like, like bitter cooking oil. And everyone on the call is like making fun of me. Like, hey man, like why, this is a happy hour. Why aren't, why you're not even finishing the rum? I'm like, no, it's weird, man. Like, the the rum went bad like that's never happened to me in my life that rum becomes like a bitter oil that's not it's not like chemically possible well the next day it was like a i woke up and it was just like a truck had hit me because like the the one of the symptoms of covid is you lose your sense of taste and smell and i didn't know it at the time i just i was just feeling off and not really thinking anything of it and then I just couldn't finish this disgusting glass of rum, but it turns out the rum is fine. It was, it was, you. It was the calm. Yeah, it was me. It was the calm before the storm. So this was like four or five days this after. This was four or five days after. Yeah. And then the next day I woke up and I just felt like a truck hit me and I was like, what the fuck? And so yeah. did you go to the doctor? Or? So I, um, I, uh, my wife's a veterinarian and so it's like an essential service. And so the, the well, like the first day is just like, what that what's going on like it just like could barely all of a sudden like barely got out of bed like just all of a sudden intense fever coughing no energy just feeling like crap 
Like maybe we'll shake it off the next day. Next day got worse. And what's really weird is at night it gets really bad. Like a super, like, like all the pain and fever like rushes in at night. So the second day my wife called in sick and like she, she, um, she did the telemedicine thing. She's like, Hey, I'm an essential worker at a, at a veterinary clinic. You know, I need to know if I have COVID or not. So they're like, no, you, you need to go get swabbed. So she, she went and got the swab up all the way up her nose and it, it, uh, three days later confirmed positive. But at that point we kind of knew cause just every day it got worse. Like Do you remember what day that was? Like what it would have been like right at like March, like 20, like seventh or something at that point. Okay. And like, it just, um, like maybe no March, like 24th, probably at that point, something like that. And it's just, you know, our friends, like it just, every day we felt worse. And like, like my friends and like, are everything like, no, I just like keep a positive attitude. I'm like, I'm trying, but like the sickness gets progressively worse every day. And they're just like, Hey, if you don't have trouble breathing, there's nothing we can do for you. And thankfully we didn't have any, uh, breathing issues. Mm -hmm. Like chest felt tight, but we didn't have breathing issues that needed uh, to go to UF health shans or, or whatever. So we were, we just stay at home, waited out. But every day it got worse. Like the fever got worse. The coughing got worse. The appetites at zero, the taste buds at worse. Like, and at night the, the fever is so intense. Like you have like fever dreams and then it carries over to the next day. Could barely get out of bed and like, just like incoherent, you know, our friends, you know, if you know, Augie here in town, like he would cook for me and like, bring Katie and I food and like drop it off on our porch and like um and like that's how we survived is just like our friends you know dropping off you know Augie and Lori drop off food for us and uh we would like take all our energy to like get out of bed and like grab the food off the porch it was really bad and like we go to the gym and run all the time and like if we had it that bad and it would be considered a case with like we would be considered like a case with zero complications it went as well as possible for us no hospitalization no we have no comorbidities we have like we were in really good shape beforehand and it like it just it got worse every day so that it like it started breaking my like positive attitude i was like what if i keep getting worse until i die you know and like i'm getting all these like melodramatic fever dreams in my head like what if i never like get better and it just finally like on april like april 2nd or 3rd i just woke up and i was like wait i feel better today for the first time i feel less bad than yesterday like i don't say what it was like a week a week and a half yeah it was about a week and a half where every day it got worse and then like april 2nd or 3rd it was the first time where I woke up and I, I feel less terrible than yesterday. And then it improved for three days. And then I remember April 6th was like the last symptom. And I was like, wow, symptom free. And like no more fever, no more coughing. I still had no sense of taste or smell. And, and but I was like, wow, I'm not sick anymore. And I can like, I think I can function as a human. <laughs> But so it was like, yeah, it was like just about two weeks. But then it was like the entire month of April, I, I still had like almost no energy. I was able to like w- still work from home, but then I'd get on like a work call or a Zoom call and like I thought I was normal, but then my brain just, 
would not function on a call. So like my mental brain function and energy still did not work for a good 30 days after no symptoms. And after like I was not sick, not contagious, totally broke. It still took th- until May went till I was competent on like a work call or a work email again. And that's why I tell people like, you know, you don't need to, we don't need to be in panic mode, but it's serious. Like, and you know, we got lucky, but I could totally see how this can wreck older people or people who have a pre-existing condition. Like it can wreck you. Cause like after that two weeks of the sickest I've ever been in my life, fever dreams, just like zero energy, feeling horrible. It still took four weeks to recover back energy. And so like, my message isn't like, hey, we don't need to panic or freak out. Like I've just, I've done a lot of research. It's like, we just, you know, uh, we just need to be like aware that it's, it is serious if you catch it. Like, and even if you're asymptomatic, it can spread if, if we're not doing basic precautions. So that's why I tell people, I'm like, like the lockdowns did work, but if, if, if it's gonna destroy businesses and and the global economy, okay, then we can't do that. But guess what? We probably don't need lockdowns to to stop it. It's transmitted through um, uh, through through breathing. It's not even like hand sanitizing and wiping down surfaces actually doesn't matter that much. Doesn't really transmit through that. It's it's all transmitted through breathing. Just don't have heated Instagram and 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 what makes your what makes your breath travel is when you're talking animated and you're singing and so like singing and talking and huffing and puffing and having debates about internet memes and internet culture that's what gets the air pumping out of your mouth and that's where it's very contagious and so it's like you know uh, what masks do and masks are the secret masks are not meant to filter the virus and this is what my message to the world is like the mask does not filter the virus. The mask doesn't filter the droplets that carries it. Like get that out of your head. The mask is not what masks do is it's, it's do the simple experiment, right? Like hold up your hand in front of your mouth and like blow. You feel your breath on your hand. Now put something in front of your face, like your t-shirt and blow. You don't feel the breath on your hand. That's what a mask does is it keeps it, it simply cuts the air pressure on what you're exhaling, and that alone will cut transmission to like almost nothing if everyone's wearing the mask. So the mask's function is not to block virus, and it's not like personal protection. For hospital workers it is, but day-to-day life, we wear our masks, and it cuts the air pressure coming out of our mouths, and that's what cuts the spread of the virus. When you look at what's spreading this virus, it's people in indoor close contact environments talking at each other. You know, it's the huge outbreaks we've seen are like, um, you know, church choirs, office building call centers, meat packing plants where it's really loud. So to talk, you have to talk really loud to each other and you're really close to everybody. So you're shoulder to shoulder and you're talking loud. Like these are the things that are spreading it. So it's, it's like, we need to take it seriously and just, by wearing masks, which, you know, no one in Florida is wearing a mask right now. And it's like, it's like, we can actually do a huge amount to cut the spread and we don't need to like 
shut down our economy. We don't need to shut down the beaches or the playgrounds. Like we just need to kind of be aware. And if you're feeling any sort of symptoms, yeah, stay, stay home. <laughs> right. Well, we got some really cool yeah. <laughs> podcast masks coming. Yeah, they're right. they're on their way. I'm a, maybe we'll just give them away. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, I don't remember. Yeah. We got like five or six hundred of them or something. Like, we'll just give them away. So if you want a mask, like, well, I'll let you know when they're here, and you guys can come and scoop one up. But, but we'll we'll give away some. Yeah, uh, I think they're the hashtag GNVBIZ, that Gainesville Biz masks. So we'll have those. Yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. yeah. I mean, it's super interesting. Thanks for sharing that with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have any thoughts or questions on that um, before we wrap it up? No, it's just fascinating to hear another take. Yeah, um, it is. You know, I don't totally. know how many people you've known that came across it. Uh, you're, the, you're only the second person I've heard of that, you know, actually a first degree person. Our, yeah. our mutual friend Casey Henshaw did, and we got to interview her on one of our coronavirus sessions. But it's just interesting to hear the different takes, and there's so much out there to consume that I don't think anybody ever really no, knows. No, and, and it's like, it's easy to be separated from it because, like, there's a big outbreak right now in Alachua, but it's very removed from us because the hundred new cases in Alachua from the past weeks are nearly entirely in our, you know, uh, migrant worker community. And so, you know, the reality is that they're, they're uh, you know, they, we don't, we, we, we don't interact with our migrant and, and undocumented worker community uh, very often. So it's kind of invisible to us, but there is an outbreak right now happening in, in, in that, in, in our community, in, in, in this, in this, in this group in our community. And like, it's out there here, you know, there is community spread in Latra. Like we're, we're well separated from it still because of, you know, social, you know, structure reasons, but like, um, you know, we shouldn't take it for granted that like this, this virus is still out there. It's if, if it starts to spread really badly, it will have a much worse effect on our businesses and our community and our daily lives than if we do a, a little bit of prevention and, and, and wear the mask for a few more weeks. <laughs> yeah. Dude, super, wear your mask. Wear your mask. <laughs> super interesting stuff. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for sharing that with us. Um, a little completely different side hustle yeah. for everybody who listened. It yeah. wasn't our normal rapid fire session, but I felt it was kind of important to get another real, that first, like you said, first degree take uh, on COVID-19 from, from one of our local Gainesville entrepreneurs. So thanks yeah. for sharing that, man. Yeah. And thanks for being on the show. You guys, check it out Monday at 8 a.m. If you want to get a text notification, uh, Type W-H-O-A-G-N-V-2-484848. Just send that and you'll get a little text message from me that tells you when the new episode is out. So, uh, Amir, thanks again, man. Awesome. This was so much fun. Yeah. Everybody, we'll see you later. Bye.